Hello and welcome to the Treehouse Letter, where we're always learning with a bit of fun. And happy 2024. Today's podcast is titled Reading, Writing, and Living Outside the Page. I am Milan Shatton, your host and producer. If I don't write things down, they haven't been carried through to completion. They have only been lived. Annie Ernaux. Happy 2024. I hope you had a good winter break, one that is restful and perhaps memorable. I love reading. I love living outside of the page too. If I have the chance to read or to do, I try to do. By all means do. That said, doing is not always feasible, of course, given resources and skills. This winter break, I visited Savannah, that haven of good and evil, of charms and alarms. I went on a ghost tour, and I played pickleball for the first time. Kids gave us rackets, so I joined the craze at the Richmond Hill meetup. What a wonderful group of folks. A dozen courts and four to five times that many people, all levels and ages. Addictive and fun for the moderately athletic. The game is minimal movement and loads of laughs, mostly at my wild balls and air whiffs. It's a short racket if you've played tennis and the ball is lighter with holes so it doesn't bounce as high. As for reading over the break, here are three provocative passages I wanted to share with you, though the second is more evocative. Now, this is a spoiler alert. Historical fiction, hidden horrors, or hidden horror. Here is the passage. Mister, won't you help us? Furlong felt himself stepping back. Just take me as far as the river. That's all you need to do. She was dead in earnest, and the accent was Dublin. To the river? Or you could just let me out of the gate. It's not up to me, girl. I can't take you anywhere. Furlong said, showing her his open, empty hands. Take me home with you then. I'll work till I drop for you, sir. Haven't I five girls and a wife at home? Well, I've nobody, and all I want to do is drown myself. Can you not even do the fucking much for us? Suddenly she dropped to her knees and started polishing and Furlong turned to see a nun standing down at the confession box. That's the passage from Small Things Like These by Claire Keegan, 2021 and winner of the Orwell Prize. So this passage provides a glimpse of a horrific reality of Ireland's Magdalene laundries of the 80s, the last of which was not closed down until 1996. Now, I did not know what this Christmas book was about, and was shocked to learn the inspiration behind the story. The protagonist, Bill Furlong, has a choice when he stumbles into the horrors. Turn away, as many, even most had done, or do something. Fiction, the music and prose. This next passage is from My Mortal Enemy by Willa Cather, 1926. Amelia, I think you must sing something, something old, yes, from Norma, 
She hummed a familiar air under her breath and looked about for a chair. Oswald bought one. Thank you. And we might have less light, might we not? He turned off the lights. She sat by the window, half draped in her cloak, the moonlight falling across her knees. Her friend went to the piano and commenced the Casta Diva aria, which begins so like the quivering of moonbeams on the water. It was the first air on our old music box at home, but I had never heard it sung, and I have never heard it sung so beautifully since. That's the end of the passage. So this is a grand, this book by Willa Cather, My Mortal Enemy, is a grand and concise story about Myra Henshaw, narrated by a friend's daughter, Nellie, in 85 pages. This particular passage brings us into the scene, highlighting the extraordinary and ordinary life of Myra, who had given up a fortune for love. I listened to the beginning of the aria, uh, online, which Cather describes so aptly as the quivering of moonbeams on the water. Cather captures a life-changing moment when an opera singer brings a small, dark apartment to life with her voice, as she gives the very best of herself to her friends. And what a contrast it is to Cather's skillful and exquisite depiction of Myra's marriage. And then there's a link to Maria Calais live at Palais Scarnia, 1958, with over 20 million views. I highly encourage you uh, to go to the site or, or listen to it. Creative nonfiction role reversal, this last and third passage. His extreme jealousy, he accused me of having had a man around to my house because the toilet seat was raised. It made it pointless to doubt his passion for me and rendered absurd the reproach I suspected his friends of leveling at him. Quote, how can you go out with a menopausal woman? Unquote. He was devoted to me with a fervor which, at 54, I had never experienced with any other lover. That is a passage from The Young Man by Annie Ernaux, 2022, in translation by Alison Strayer in 2023. Now this passage in the book, um, very, very short work, is a fascinating peek into the frank account of a woman dating a man nearly 30 years her junior, a role reversal of gender norms. I appreciated Erno's insight, the frankness of a woman in charge, what that feels like and how she thinks of the affair now that she is in her 80s. The epigraph for the young man is noted at the top of this letter, and I, I, I said it um, when I began today's letter. Erno inscribes the opening of the book with this single sentence, how she must write things down because not doing so means, quote, they haven't been carried through to completion. They have only been lived. And the sentence is a truth I have known, one I chased after like an aria in a dim space like a child with a moonbeam, gone as quickly as I found it. For much of my life, I've had a bias for action, and the sense of purpose was something which I thought would come from activity, busyness, and doing. It is, as it turns out for me, the reflection which comes from writing, the discovery inherent in the process of putting words on the page, 
that truth at times reveals itself if I am open to seeing it. (laughs) There's the truth of living outside the page and just being and doing. In the meantime, I will have to find a local pickleball meetup. Uh, That's the end of today's podcast. Please visit treehouseletter.com to get a link to this incredible aria sung by Maria Calais. And there are also links to the three short works um, by these prize-winning authors, small things like these by Claire Keegan, My Mortal Enemy by Willa Cather, and The Young Man by Annie Arnaud. As always, thank you for listening. (laughs) 